Howdy, friends. Welcome to the XD Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tony Dosad. If you're just joining me for the first time, first of all, I'm so happy that you're here. And if you're a return listener, I'm like, you're the man. You're the woman. Let's be BFF. Stalk me on Instagram. Share the episode. Subscribe. You're too legit to quit. Anyways, so this is a solo show. And, um... Something I've been thinking a lot about, you know, when we are, when we're children, our life seemed to revolve around hearing the word no. As a parent of two now, I can certainly understand why the word is <laughs> used so much. Can I have that toy? Can I have more candy? Can I use the living room as my personal soccer slash football slash baseball slash jungle gym slash nightclub slash wrestling ring? All of which receive an adamant no. As children, we hear it constantly. And as a parent, I'm saying it constantly. And hearing that two-letter word ingrains in us this idea that no equals denial and rejection. When I was the classic case of a struggling actor in New York City years ago, I heard the word no so many times I lost count. When auditioning, the old saying is you'll hear a hundred no's before you hear a yes. And again, just like when I was a child, hearing the barrage of no made me feel rejected and denied. However, eventually I stopped letting no be an oppressive word and instead let it teach me many lessons about life, personal drive, overcoming adversity, and ultimately about how to, how to thrive in a career in human-centered design. I made that little negative word my fuel and my career motivator. I knew if I wanted to live the life that I had dreamed about, I needed to dig deep and pivot away from acting. So I figured... New York will always have actors, and those actors will always need headshots, so I started a photography studio. From there, my little side hustle led me to branding and websites, which then led me to UX, which then led me to starting and then selling two businesses, which then led me to working for companies big and small from over 10,000 employees to two employees, where the old theater adage of there's no part too small continued to ring true. And the thing is, you know, I didn't get there from hearing a bunch of yeses. It happened because I heard a bunch of no's, which helped me to develop a very thick skin, a restlessness for knowledge, and a problem-solving mentality that yes, never quite afforded me. You see, I think I think there's tremendous power in no. And I think it's time that we turn the idea of no from a negative word to a word that inspires and lights a fire to dig deep and keep going. Now, by no means... <laughs> see what I did there? No means... Okay, anyway. By no means... Am I saying that you should live your life from an always no default? What I mean to illustrate here is that the way we interpret receiving no can lead to massive changes and improvements in our personal and professional lives. Much like in design, 
we seek to solve problems. And in life, when we're told no, there is instantly a problem staring us in the face, ready to be solved, or at the very least, further investigated. To me, the reason no is so meaningful is because of the word that should follow immediately after, which is why. No, we can't build that. No, the design isn't working. No, you aren't right for the position. See, if you replace all of those no's in those statements with yeses, sure, the immediate outcome is positive. However, in my opinion, no provides you with the infinite opportunity to learn and grow and discover and unravel things on a much deeper, more meaningful level. There is an author, Paul Ard, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, A-R-D-E. He has a great quote, which is, do not seek praise, seek criticism. And for designers, I, I don't think there's a more meaningful quote. If you want to get something right, and you should, then praise is not the thing you should be seeking. Of course, praise can be used as a tool to motivate, but seeking praise is where I think the danger lies. Let's say, for instance, as a team, we've built a prototype and we need to get it in front of users to test the thing. If I were to walk into the testing room with the hopes of the user loving the design, that would be a great disservice to all of the work that we'd been doing. That, or I'd be the luckiest human alive. Never in almost 10 years of design have I left a testing session where the users are 100% positive. Again, my drive during the entire design process should be that the outcome is 100% positive, but my mental state going into testing should not be waiting on adulation for my hard work. In design, nothing is ever really done or perfect. And so the sooner we can embrace criticism, the better, because odds are we'll get a lot more out of that than we will praise. So just imagine if we're able to take the motivations we feel from yes and apply them to all of the no's. To me, listen, I think that is so exciting and unlocks creativity and squashes feelings of rejection forever. Now, if you by some chance have a background in acting or improv, you might be thinking, wait, 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 wait. We're taught from day one especially in improv, to embrace the phrase, yes, and, which I'm not saying you should throw away. I think it is a great mentality to have for a variety of reasons. Yes, and helps foster open-mindedness and helps a conversation stay open and keeps the blue skies blue. So my intention here is not to minimize the impact of that phrase. I especially think that phrase is, is powerful in brainstorming sessions where you're trying to encourage as many ideas as possible, you know, without poo-pooing anything. However, in other scenarios, especially considering feedback or iterating, I think there is potential for more impact using the phrase no, but instead of yes, and. So let's just break it down. In my opinion, Yes and does the job right. It does. It opens the door with the yes, and the and is the hallway of possibilities, and you can walk right forward. 
Again, this is an important tool. However, with no but, we're standing in front of the door and it's closed with the no. However, but tells us there's a way to get the door open. And we're forced to question why it's closed. Forced to examine the reasons why it isn't quite ready to be open. Then, if you repeat this over and over and over again, finally one day we get a yes and. And suddenly, instead of walking through the door to the hallway of possibilities, we're able to throw it open and run with all of our might down the hallway of possibilities. <laughs> now, it, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that I'm a sucker for metaphors, so hopefully I didn't lose you on that one. Um, I may have even lost myself. <laughs> but I, I really hope you get that idea. All this to say, back to my acting parallel. In acting, we're taught to empathize with characters, to define objectives, study the time period in which the piece takes place, and above all else, that acting is about listening. Design... I would submit, is also about listening. Listening to users when designing a product, listening to employees when designing a business, and listening to colleagues when designing ways to collaborate. Last but not least, listening to yourself when designing your own path. And if yes is working for you, to that I would say, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. To that I would say, if it works, by all means, you keep doing you because that is phenomenal. But for those of you struggling with rejection or are feeling tired of constantly being knocked down by denial, just try to tell yourself that through hearing yes right now would be nice, but listening to no can be powerful. And with that, we will call it a week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, be sure to share it with your friends, family, or coworkers. As always, you can find the show notes and full transcript at xdpodcast.com or stalk me on Instagram at xdpodcast. I can't wait to have you back next week, but until then, friends, stay curious. The XT Podcast is part of XT Media, LLC, and is produced and edited by me, Tony Dosat. Hosting and publication of the podcast is through Buzzsprout. 